Welcome to the DL. This is the show where we talk about everything in the truck and equipment repair industry. It's my job to help inform and educate you on ways to help your business. We talk with technicians, business owners, associations, industry experts, manufacturers, and even a few you wouldn't think traditionally apply to your business. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The DL. I'm your host, Tyler Robertson, also the CEO and founder of Diesel Laptops. And as you know, if you've listened to the podcast, we kind of take this in two different ways. We talk about our industry and things going on and ways we can help people. But we also talk about the business side of this whole thing as well. And it's really important, I think, to get across to business owners and managers, different leaders. Here's some tools and some things that are out there to help your business. And I'm really excited about this one today because these guys literally saved us $40,000 and it didn't cost us that much to save us that much money. And with that, I'd really like to invite Elon onto the show and he's coming all the way from Israel. So our first time ever getting someone from that side of the pond. So welcome to the show, sir. It's a pleasure being here, Tyler. And it's a pleasure finally meeting you as well. Awesome. So with everything said, let's just talk uh, a little bit about Clixies. I kind of said to everyone, hey, I just saved 40 grand with these guys. And, and literally, you guys are too cheap. I think it cost me some 100 bucks to save 40 grand. We'll, we'll talk about that later when we get to pricing. But why don't you just kind of give everyone an overview of, of what is Clixies? Great. Clixies is a tool that lets you protect your Google Ads budget so anybody that's advertising on Google ads and has ever had an issue with competitors that click on their ads and deplete their budget or bots or click farms or any kind of erroneous traffic, any kind of invalid traffic, Clixies detects that traffic and eliminates it. And we do that via a super simple connection to our platform and we show you all the data. And we don't let the competitors or those bots actually see the ads. So a lot of a lot of little things to talk about here to explain this to everybody. But first of all, how big of a problem is this? Because I know we hear from Google, don't worry about click fraud. We're gonna take care of it for you guys. It's not a thing, it's not a problem. I kind of always believed that until we ran into the situation that we did where you guys helped us out. But how big of a problem is this that you guys see out when you look at the market? So what we tell the world basically is that on average, one out of every five clicks is invalid. And it could be invalid whether if it's you know, for malicious reasons or non-malicious reasons. The malicious reasons are the problems, such as you know, the competitor that's trying to get you. Uh, but then again, there's a lot of traffic that isn't malicious, but it's still costing you money when it shouldn't whether if it's just people clicking you on you over and over again, or customers of yours that are reaching your um, site, even though they, you know, instead of, they don't know the difference between paid ads and, and, and just organic results, and they'll click on your ads every time, you know, and you can stop that as well. But the real problem is bots and competitors that employ bots. And by doing so, you know, if someone is paying $5 per click, which is to, in today's, you know, well, totally normal, uh, within you know 100 clicks, you've just spent you know, $500. That's quite a sum. So um, it is pretty prevalent. It's extremely prevalent. But then again, we are the ones that are telling you know the entire world this is 
this is a problem and we show you and like people can like sign up and they can see what goes on with their traffic. Google doesn't share IP level data. We do. So Google doesn't tell you, okay, well, this IP clicked on you 10 times in you know, 10 minutes and we charged you that or we didn't charge you, you know, for each of those clicks, but, but we do show the data. It all, it's all piled up. Everybody actually has this data in their web logs, but nobody really knows how to, how to get it out and start dealing with it. And then you know, figuring out and, and analyzing everything. But since we do that, we're able to use our methodologies and, and software basically and the brains and the algorithms, we can easily show you know, on our dashboard what goes on and, and how prevalent it is, and it's extremely prevalent. So I think it would surprise people to know how much of the internet traffic is actually bots that are just out there crawling and doing things all the time. It's a pretty high percentage, isn't it? The majority, more than 50% of internet traffic is bot-based. It's yeah. pretty wild, right? I mean, we're not talking about like Skynet or anything about like, you know, evil bots, Terminator style Schwarzenegger coming down. But at the end of the day, a lot of these scrapers and, and, and bots are, are out there and they don't vanish and they're there for good. Now, some of them are good bots, like the Google bot. It's a good bot that's trying to understand what's going on in your site and retrieve results and, 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 and organize everything so they can show the search results properly. But a lot of these bots are um, written by, by fraudsters. They get uh, a monthly um, subscription of their own uh, in order for other people to be able to choose, all right, I want to click on Tyler's ads, God forbid, you know, over and over and over again, um, you know, five times a day on a specific campaign on a specific keyword. This type of software is out there. It's extremely accessible. Um, and, and, and it's, it's bad stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know there's a ton of bots out there that do things like that. And like you said, I've seen my own employees do it. They're they're trying to help a customer out, like my sales guys, and like, oh, let me go to the website. So they type diesel laptops into the search bar, and then they click the top result, which is an ad. And I'm like, guys, what are you, what are you doing? You just paid five bucks to go to my own website. Yeah. Like, can, we, can we not do that? But that, that's what I love about your, your software that you guys have developed. So you have all these tools that are tracking these things. And I know as a user, we can set thresholds, like you said. If you see the same IP, click the same ad X times within X minutes, hey, let's, let's flag it. And we'll talk about what happens once you do these things. Um, so there, it was really nice to be able to set kind of those thresholds to get a lot of the just the junk out, you know, like this is, this is worthless stuff. If the same person clicks the same ad three times in a minute, there's probably something going on there besides an actual customer trying to trying to go find something. Um, now, Google Google do give you back uh, money yeah. for what they consider as fraud. It's just that we cast a much wider net as to fraud. So if something is extremely blatant, such as someone's clicking on, on you, you know, ten times in a row, you know, within the same minute or same hour, Google will most likely give you back that um, that, that that money. But what happens if someone's clicking on you, you know, six times a day, every day, forever, right? Yeah. That, you know, and, and that is kind of like, that isn't as obvious and that isn't as, as blatant. And we see that and we block that. Whereas if Google, if you were to ask Google money back for those clicks, they'd say, no, that's normal user behavior to click on you six times a day, every day. Yeah. Not normal user behavior, even if you're, you know, shopping on Amazon, you don't shop, you know, you don't, you, you, hopefully not shopping that often and, and, and clicking on, on, on ads, right? So let's talk, if we're talking about, you know, a local service provider, there's no way that someone is, needs to click on these ads 
five times a day, first of all, and definitely not for the entirety of his campaign. So I think the other problem with using the Google side of it is, is yeah, that's great. Say Google catches it, but your ad budget's already gone and you're not getting that money back till later. And now your ads aren't displaying the whole day, but you guys take a little bit different approach. So can you talk a little bit of what happens once you say, Hey, yeah. we did notice some, whether it's malicious or unintentional fraud, like what, what do you, what does your software do next to, to so, differentiate there? So the entire, um, advertising industry, the digital advertising industry, all of it is based on reactive um, cashback. So basically, bad stuff has happened on your campaign. You've then analyzed it a month later, and then you've shown, given reports to you know the uh, traffic platform, whether it's Google or Facebook or, or whoever it may be. And then you know historically they look at it and analyze and they say, all right, well, for the $20,000 that you would like, uh, you know, to be uh, given back, we'll give you 2%, right? We have a completely different approach. As you mentioned, we basically are looking at that to in real time, try and understand what's going on. Okay. Which um, is, is in, in our mind, a much better approach because then we're able to in real time also block the perpetrators. And um, that way you don't have to waste your entire budget. Um, which, by the way, when you're not online with your ads, your competitors are. Yeah. Whether if it's, they are the ones that have committed the fraud or not, it doesn't matter. They are, and they're getting your customers. So it's kind of a double whammy. Your ad spend gets completely wasted. Your cash flow gets wasted. It's actually a triple whammy because also you, you're losing your customers so uh, or potential customers. So the proactive approach is something that we completely believe in. And, and that is also why people just you know love the software. They didn't have to wait for maybe getting a refund. Yeah. So part of the interesting thing that happened when we started using your software and analyzing everything is yeah, we were only displaying our ads to you know North America, but when we finally started getting your reports back, we found out it was people overseas were still clicking on the ads that we were getting charged for. So we don't sell our tools in China, but yet I had clicks in China and these other these other countries, and that was part was of what Google was Google was Google giving you back money for those clicks. I, I we were getting very little money back from Google every month. So even when we kind of got your report and we got our pay per click guy to kind of to kind of look at it, we had to go back to like the Google rep and be like, "What the heck? <laughs> like the, none of this makes any sense. We're blocking these overseas things in your settings, but." Obviously, that's where the traffic's still coming from. <laughs> so without your tool to kind of tell us to go look at something, which led us down that hole of getting the reports, and we had to manually submit it to Google, and it took a couple of weeks, but that's how we got our 40 grand back. So it wasn't like an automated thing that we were going to get back anyway. It was things we use your analytical tools for to actually go find that stuff. Yeah, so, because we have all the data as well. So whatever isn't uh, blocked in real time, you can still send it to the Google reps, and you've got hard proof that these are clicks that came from Vietnam or from China or, or from anywhere that you're you know, not targeting. Um, and then they have to give you the money back. Have to is a strong word. They don't have to do anything, but they often do. Yeah, well, it worked out great for us because it was right when COVID happened. We got this nice $40,000 know, rebate back from Google. And you know, we could have took it out, took the cash, but we just left it in there because we knew we were going to use the money again uh, and whatnot. You know, there's hard, hard to get off the Google, the Google pay-per-click uh, bandwagon. But can you talk a little bit about kind of the size or the number of websites or clicks that you guys monitor to kind of give everyone an idea of the scale 
of, of what you guys are doing over at Clixies? You know, I don't even remember what it says on our site anymore. It used to be hundreds of thousands. Now it's in the millions. Um, we've got tens of thousands of advertisers that we work with across the globe, different types of industries. I will say that the majority of these industries are, um, you can, the ones that need it the most are the people that um, pay the most per click, right? Because that's, you know, if you're an e-commerce site and you're paying like 10 cents per click and someone's clicking on your ads all day, well, you know, let them have fun. It's fine. But if you're paying, you know, anywhere between, you know, $3 a click or even less, up to, you know, life insurance, $100 a click, or uh, DUI lawyers that pay, you know, $120 a click, um, it's, it's, it's an incredible, you know, it, it, it's huge. But again, you're, the, the majority of these guys, you know, it's the locksmith and the plumbers, uh, you know, HVAC repair, you know, this, this type of, you know, small, medium business, um, uh, emergency services is completely, you know, it, it, it just makes sense because the CPC is high. You need to use, you can get off that Google bandwagon. You, it, it's, it's, it's lifeblood, basically. It's oxygen. So, um, so that's like the majority of the people that understand um, the, the value of fighting click fraud. And, and by the way, it's also normal. Also, there's also a, the local element. So you know who your competitor is very often. And there's someone that is going to gain immediately from knocking you out of the Google result, right? So, so that's why service providers are normally the, the type of people that you know, benefit from this type of service. So one of the things I also enjoy getting from you guys on the emails, uh, besides the annual reports and you know the monthly reports and all that stuff, but I get an email every once in a while that says, hey, there's another advertiser bidding against you. And it's amazing, actually, how many people bid against our own brand name now. But uh, it's a feature called, I believe it's called AdSpy. Uh, can you just explain a little bit about how that works and how that helps people that are spending money online advertising? First of all, it's amazing. You know, you know, we sit in a drawing board thinking about what will our users want. We talk to some users, you know, some customers. We try to understand, you know, what what is beneficial, and then, you know, full circle after it comes out and we roll it out and people are using it, we get a you know a review or. You know, you know, someone like you saying that they love it. It, it just it makes me want to jump for joy. Um, so AdSpy is a tool that we developed that uh, we track what's going on with your keyword. So the keywords that are most important to you, let's say for diesel laptops, what's your most important keyword? It's probably... Um, well, our brand name and then our like truck diagnostic tools or something of that nature. Right. Yeah. So if you were to run in truck diagnostics tool, you'll be able to see where you are positioned throughout the day at an hourly level um, versus your competition, which is something that Google used to give you a report to that, a position report. They don't give that to you anymore. And then you'll also be able to see um, what are the, um, all the ads that are running against you uh, in any city in the world, basically. Um, because again, if you wanted to understand, all right, what happens, what does someone see in, in California or what does someone see in Singapore when they search for your keyword, if you are advertising in Singapore, um, then you'd have to start using VPNs and you'd have to start switching proxies and all kind of stuff like that. So we give you all that intel, all that data. Um, and it really, people find this data not interesting, but they do things with it. They're able to decide, all right, well, I need a, these are the people that are, these are the competitors that are, um, that are really putting up a fight against me. And it kind of helps you understand uh, what's going on pretty pretty quickly. So yeah, yeah. That, the part that surprised me now is like when I look at our brand name, 
like all this because we're diesel laptops, so we have the name laptops in there. So now I got Dell built bidding against me. I have Amazon. I got it. You know, I got all these laptop manufacturers all of a sudden, and then uh, then the sites that sell laptops are bidding <coughs> on the diesel laptops name. So we haven't we haven't quite figured yeah. out how to deal with that one yet. Yeah, but. and if you just write diesel, you're gonna be going against people that make jeans, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, we did have a whole trademark dispute with Diesel, the, the clothing manufacturer there a while ago, but we, we worked that one out. Um, so, I mean, you're the co-founder. I don't think we told everybody that when we started this thing, but you're the co-founder. So I'm always interested to talk to entrepreneurs and, and founders of companies. Can you give us a story? Like, where, where did this idea come from? You sitting around one day, driving to work, or in the shower? How, where did this idea come from, and, and how did you guys get going? It, I think it's I think it's, a, it's always good to learn these things, because people are always like, man, how did they build that company, or where did the idea come from? So I love yeah. hearing the stories about this kind of stuff. So, so I've got a, um, my partner. His name is Yuval. Um, he has a really good friend, uh, which you know, back in 2014 was a locksmith. And he was a locksmith in Milwaukee, if I'm not mistaken. And you know, he calls, you know, calls us up and he says, you know, um, something's really weird with my campaign. I'm getting like, you know, I'm spending so much money, but I'm not getting any calls. And for a locksmith not to get, you know, you know, for, for 20 people to visit his site and not get one call or one lead, that's pretty rare because you know, if someone's stuck outside in the Milwaukee snow, outside his house or outside his car. He's gonna call that locksmith. So, like, what's up? Uh, and so we started looking into his into his data, into into the web logs. We started understanding. Whoa, this this is super super odd. We contact Google, nada, uh, and then we understood that you know it actually kind of makes sense for you know a competitor to, to click on his ads. And by the way, we validated that was the case. It's the whole story within itself. Yeah. So we figured out that the best way to, to fight that wasn't in court, which almost each one of our customers asked us, well, what do I do? Can I you know, go to, you know, can I take this to the police? Can we talk to the FBI? It's, it's, not, it's yeah. not the road that has ever worked. There's one case in court right now, or I think it was already been dismissed um, by, by, by a customer of ours, um, actually that makes satellite phones, but it, it, didn't, it, didn't, it didn't go through in any case. Um, so we developed the software, uh, it worked, and then we decided, okay, we're, we're onto something here. We didn't think that would be a business with, you know. Wait, so, okay, so hold on, before you get too far. So he's a locksmith, and, and what, are, what are you doing at this time? Are you a software developer, or do you guys have software right. experience, or how did, how no, did, no, no. How... So, so my partner Yuval has software experience, Okay, um, but I have advertising experience, platform experience, understand, okay. you know, marketing experience. Um, my, my partner didn't know anything about Google Ads or the Google Ads API or anything <laughs> about that stuff. Yeah. So we had to learn all that stuff and, and figure out, you know, what would be the best way to fight this phenomenon. So did you and hire a developer? Did you guys just learn how to code and do it yourself? Or what, what path did you take no, there? No, no, no. Yuval developed all the code. I okay. did the marketing. Uh, but that was already, uh, once, once, once we were able to prove that it was worthwhile to, to to, to our locksmith friend, within months, we already had I think a hundred customers. Oh, that it was that quick! Like you guys built That's it and oh, just yeah, yeah. word yeah. of mouth, or how'd you get started with those first couple of customers? So with locksmiths, it's actually interesting. We're locksmiths till this day, we learn crazy things. But locksmiths till this day use um, chat uh, groups, whether if it's WhatsApp or iChat or whatever it may be. They use groups because that's a lot of the ways that they 
transferred leads among each other. Okay. Um, and this spread there like wildfire. We never expected that. Um, but then again, mm. once we put up the site and, um, and started, uh, you know, writing about it, talking about it, using Google ads <laughs> uh, as well, uh, it just spread like wildfire. Yeah. So, I mean, I know you're not the only company that does this. Is there, how do you deal with competition now in that space? Is it brutal out there? Or is it you guys have your own little niches carved out? What, what's the landscape look like in the, your just world? It's like any other brick and mortar or services business in the end. It's just that we sell software and, you know, um, uh, but, but again, the dynamics, people are people. So, you know, a competitor is a competitor and we deal with, we deal with ClickFone. We use ClickSees on our own campaigns. Right, so and we, we we see everything and we track also all our keywords and we see exactly everything that's going on. It's uh, it's it's amazing. It's it's amazing that it you know it, it doesn't matter what the industry is. And again, we are basically protecting. I think I, I can't think of an industry that we don't have a customer for. Psychologists, okay, who like what psychologist would click on his competitor? But people are people. <laughs> Yeah. And it doesn't matter what it is. Business is business. It's 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 wild, but that's why you know you got. We see it as like you know there's you know kind of like I don't know like Star Wars. So you know you got the dark side and you got the you know you got the force. So we we see ourselves as the force. So you got going back to your business. You guys, it was the two of you. You started it. I'm assuming did you guys start adding employees as you were going through this? And I know you guys yeah. kind of had a, a big event that happened here about a year ago. So kind of walk yeah, yeah. walk so, through how that what happened there. Yeah. So we grew, grew, grew. We be, we we became 25 employees uh, within uh, I think uh, four years, um, and then uh, a company uh, here from Israel as well um, that. Uh, was doing something very similar, but more for enterprise customers, you know, for 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 the Coca Colas of the world, right? Um, said, well, this is this is pretty complementary to what to what um, we're doing, and they decided to buy us out. So and, and now we work with them because we truly believe in what they're doing. Like we always, it came it it came from trying to help you know our friend out, and we decided that this is helping out masses of people and once they bought us we were even able to scale even faster yeah so was that tough then going from the boss the the guy in charge to like i got a boss now all of a sudden because I, I i'm i'm an entrepreneur man i own my company i don't i don't know if i could go work for somebody again it'd be, it'd be tough for me you know it's interesting um I, i've never really worked in um i've never been in this position uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. I used to work in the States. I worked, you know, as a consultant and I, I did all, all kind of different things, you know, but, but, but this kind of, you know, being, being acquired by uh, another company was brand new. But the thing is that their values are completely aligned with ours. So it just seems natural. And, you know, boss or not boss, you know, I'm still doing the, the same things that I was doing before, just trying to get as many people, you know, access the software. So, you know, it's, it's you know, it's enjoyable. It's a different. It's a learning curve. It's a learning path. It's yeah. everything. You know, you're learning something every day. Yeah, I think it's that whole. To mix it up. I think the whole thing works out well if it's the right situation for you personally, and the right culture, and the right fit, and things are in alignment, and and all that oh. kind of stuff. Okay. Um, so I have some stats. I looked at our 30-day stats with you guys, and let me preface this by saying, back in March of last year, pre-COVID lockdown, we were spending like a hundred grand a month with Google because we just thought we had to do that. 
And then when the COVID lockdown happened, we, we, we cut it to zero. And we kind of only slowly unreleased it because we kind of found out we didn't need to spend all that money with Google Ads. We were getting the leads and the phone calls anyway. Um, so we still spend a, a significant chunk with Google. You know, it's you know, 20, 30, 40 grand a month, whatever it is. But last month, our 30 day stats with you guys, and this is for the listeners and watchers. So we had uh, 1,511 clicks saved, and that's probably a low number because the fraud would have kept continuing. And $2,400 saved in traffic is what you guys estimated for us. And again, I think it's probably in the low end because if the throttling wouldn't have stopped, those, those numbers obviously expand pretty high. So for us, it was about 10% of our, our traffic is, is what you guys stopped for us. And we do look at those reports every single month and we, we keep trying to fine tune things and, and narrow things down. And you, you have a great platform there. So I've been talking all along to people. I just saved $2,400 last month at least. I saved $40,000 that one time. Surely you guys must be very expensive if users want to integrate your service. Can you, can you talk a little bit about the pricing model? So one of our values is making the software accessible to as many people as possible. And part of that is that first payment, which we decided on purpose to keep pretty low. So our pricing is anywhere between $15 to uh, $250, $300, $400 a day, you know, for huge campaigns. Yeah. That's that's what we charge. Most of our customers pay us $50. Yeah, we're, we're, we're definitely in that $50 range. So, and we, we spend a lot of money, obviously, um, you know, on those platforms. So, you know, you guys, have, you guys have an absolutely great service out there. I want to have invited you on the show and, you know, speak highly to you guys every chance I get because you, you have a great product, great service, great support. You, you guys have been there for us through through every step of the way. And you, you didn't know who we were when we first started working with you guys. So that that really says a lot. Um, if people are interested, I, I, you know, obviously they can go to clickseas.com and sign up. But how hard is it for them to actually integrate their, their campaigns into your software? Is it a big technical thing or is it just a, a couple clicks or how yeah. does that yeah, go? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's probably like the hardest, longest 20 seconds of your <laughs> life. That's, we yeah. designed it to be extremely excruciating. Um, yeah, it's all, in all seriousness, it's, it's, it's three clicks. Yeah. You basically give us your Google Ads ID and you're set. Yeah. So uh, clickseas.com and that's C's, right? C-E-A-S-E.com. Yeah, like, like ceasefire. Yep, uh, ceasefire. Because it really does feel, I was in the army. I, I, was, a, I was a sniper in a paratrooper uh, unit. And when, when, when we thought of a name, we were like, all right, what does it feel like when you're getting clicked on? And like, I, you know. Yeah, ceasefire. Yeah. Fire, well, I'll tell you what, you, you know, this was before we started, but you told me you were from South Africa. That's where you were born. Now you live in Israel. I learned that you were in the United States doing consulting. Now you're involved in the military. Like, you, it sounds like you've been kind of all around the place in your in your young life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just born in, the, in, in South Africa, but, um, I, you know, I grew up in Israel, but but I spent, um, you, know, uh, you know, five years in, in Chicago and in Cincinnati and, and, in, and in New York. And I miss the States. I really do. I miss... Uh, I miss Costco. <laughs> There's no Costco's in Israel, I'm guessing, then. So. No, Costco's in Israel. Yeah, awesome, well, hey, next time you get to the States, love to meet you in person and all that. If people want to get a hold of you, is there some social media channels or yeah, other yeah. avenues? Where, so where should they click go? Click anything that's Twitter or Instagram um, or Facebook, just like click cease and you'll get to us. Um, Clickseas.com is our site. And I'm also going to organize a, uh, a coupon for you. You can write it down in, in, in your notes. Uh, so you can so you can add that in uh, when you air this, um, and uh, it will be twenty percent off for anybody that subscribes to to Clixies. Um, 
Uh, I, uh, and I, I think there's a free trial. Is there a free trial that people get with you too? There, they yeah, try? there is a yeah. free trial. Yeah, 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 for sure. There's a seven-day free trial, regardless. And anybody that subscribes that comes from from your um, from your podcast uh, will get twenty percent off. Well, hey, I very much appreciate you coming on the show. I know there's a pretty big time difference between here and the East Coast of the United States and Israel, so I really appreciate taking some time out of your evening to spend uh, spend a little bit talking with us. Hopefully our users got a little bit educated on everything. So with that, we're going to call it a call it a wrap on this show. And remember, everybody, it's not just diagnostics. It's diagnostics done right. And part of that's managing your business. Go take a look at ClickSees if you're spending any money online at all with advertising. They will save you some money. Well worth the investment. So with that, sir, thank you very much. Have a good night. And I'm sure we'll be talking more in the future. Amazing. Thank you.